welcome everyone to the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from Three Pines Leadership, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Remember, you can connect with the Lifelong Podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms, from Spotify to Stitcher to Google Pod podcasts to Apple Play podcasts or whatever those are. <laughs> um, and you can also find the video version on YouTube and you can find that at the Three Pines Leadership YouTube channel. You can also connect with me at on Twitter at Coach Molly. You can connect with me on Instagram at Three Pines Leadership. Lots of different ways to keep this conversation going. I love conversations. I love getting to know people. And one of the people I am most grateful that I've gotten to know in the in this year is Connie Benjamin. She spoke at the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit about making sure that we're setting the right kind of goals. We're not just setting smart goals. Instead, we're lighting those goals on fire. And she showed us her simple, easy to follow formula to understanding setting fire goals. Oh, it was so good. I hope you get to watch that. And then, and then I got to sit down and have a conversation with her, and it was great. This woman is so full of energy, inspiration, and so much more. And I, I'm just going to stop talking right now because I'm, I want you to hear this amazing interview. I want you to hear all of the, all of the wisdom and the knowledge that she's going to share with you. So that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to hand it over to, uh, to my conversation I had earlier with Connie Benjamin from my fire within. First question is, what are some of your core values and how do they inform the goals that you set? Oh my gosh, I love that question. My core values, uh, well really, I, actually, I gotta answer that in a story, sister. So there was a moment in time when I learned about fire principles and I remember talking with my mentor and I was feeling really, I was feeling really torn because I felt this desire to go for, to share my message. I really felt like that burning in my heart to do that. And, but I also, you know, love my family and I wanted to make sure that I, I didn't lose my family. And I remember there was a moment where my mentor asked me, Connie, what are the three things that you're not willing to live without? And in that moment, like that was the biggest clarity I had ever received because it just came, became so clear, you know, that, that being connected to my creator, being connected to my family and being connected to my purpose within, that is what I'm not willing to live without. So those really are my values and that's what everything that I do in our company and our family, everything falls off of that. Now, interestingly enough, um, we've, my husband Andy and I, which I know you're going to hear from Andy and he is my favorite person in the world, so I'm excited about that. Um, interestingly enough, we've also taken those values, our own personal values into our family as well and created family values what are our goals and family, our, our values as a family. And um, we actively live those and come back to them every single week. So yeah, values are foundational. That's what I built the entire My Fire Within system on. If you look at the My Fire Within system, it really falls upon three different components. It's all about light yourself, 
light your relationships, light your message. That's it. Super simple. And often when I talk to people, they'll say to me, well, Connie, you're talking about relationship stuff or family stuff, how to, to light your family and your relationship. Are you a relationship coach? No, I'm not. I'm a purpose coach and I'm going to help you get that message out there, but I don't want your relationship and family to be burnt up along the way. So yeah, everything comes back to those values that I have connection with the creator, connection with my family and connection with my purpose, supporting oh. others and doing the same. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So let's, let's roll back way to the beginning. What if we've never had that, or we don't think we've ever had that glass shattering moment? What, what okay. do we do? How do we find our purpose if we haven't, if we haven't in our own minds hit rock bottom? What do you, what do you say to those people? Okay. Um, it's all good. <laughs> I don't want you to have the glass moment. Like if you can find this without the glass moment, high five to you. I think that's great. So yes, there are definitely ways to find your purpose and to really step into that. And, and I'm really passionate about supporting people in finding their purpose. So one thing that, that um, I have that's available for free is a purpose discovery exercise. And it basically is a series of questions. One day, I don't need, I think I was woke up in the middle of the night, you know, just with these series of questions that is so powerful at helping people find their purpose. I did this with my husband, Andy, because of course, husbands are meant to test stuff off. This is what, this is, this was part of the deal. And so I did this with him. And at the end of it, he said to me, Connie, I have been, you know, we've been like training for a decade. I've gone to so many personal development courses, all of these things. I have never been more clear in my entire life about what I'm meant to do. I'm like, yeah. So I knew in that moment I needed to make it available for other people as well. So if you want for, if you're listening today and feeling like, Connie, I don't know where to start. I don't know what my purpose is. I got your back. Absolutely. So you can get that free discovery session at www.myfirewithin.com slash purpose. Again, that's www.myfirewithin.com slash purpose. And it's totally free. You just need a pen and paper and I'll actually walk you through the questions to get clear on that. Oh, that's so important because once we figure out what our purpose is, then we can actually find our path. Even if yes. we feel like we have blinders on or we feel like we can't navigate, once we know our purpose, the light kind of starts shining on where we need to be. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I connected so deeply to what you were saying when you're, you're talking about letting your goals ignite you without letting them burn the people around you. Um, so it's so powerful, that idea. I'm, I'm stuck with that in my head. But let's get into the idea of um, disharmony as a vector for collaboration. Like, let's, let's have that conversation. <laughs> Yay! I love that conversation, Molly. And I, I know before this, this um, interview, we were talking about that. So I think, oh my goodness, this is such an awesome thing. So one of the things that... that I believe is really important with getting our message out that I don't think is often understood. It's a, it, it seems like it makes sense, but honestly, a lot of people aren't doing it. And so it's this idea of influence. How can we build our influence? And there's, when we start talking about influence, why am I talking about here? We're talking about purpose and message and goals and influence. How do they all fit together? They all fit together. <laughs> like if we are going to, 
when you know what your purpose is, then just like you talked about, Molly, it's like these stepping stones appear in front of you. The, the light gets illuminated, illuminates the path. We don't have it all figured out. Now, the one thing that I've noticed that is so powerful is that when you have a message, if you can get other people to shine their light, oh, this is so awesome, to shine, I'm getting so excited because I'm like, ah, this is why it works. If you can help others to shine their own light on your path because they've been there before and, and it just makes your, your speed of your path so much faster. And so really it's this idea of when we talk about disharmony in relationships and in business, I think oftentimes what happens is we have this feeling of contraction with, um, with who we know, with what we know, we just mm, start contracting. We feel like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to share my contacts because then I'm not going to have them to, to sell to somebody or I'm not going to have this, this, you know, this secret black book in my pocket. I'm not going to have it. And we start feeling like our knowledge is like that as well. I'm going to keep my best stuff to myself. I'm not going to share it with anyone. When in reality, when we look at the people that are most influential, now luckily I feel so blessed to literally have talked to world experts. I'm talking people that have trained Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Robert Kiyosaki, like you name it, they've trained them. And, um, and not just talk to them. I've had conversations for hours about what they do and why they do it. And one of the things that I noticed is that the people that are the most successful, or successful um, that's so funny, I almost said that, they're sassy too, I love that. So, um, but the people that are the most successful are the ones that are so willing to give, so willing to collaborate, so constantly looking for a win-win, so willing to connect. They are the first people that open up their black book. They're the first people that share their knowledge. And when I started to understand that, like really understand that, oh my gosh, like my world just got lit up. Because then, then I began, I began to, to desire to understand the rules of influence. And by the way, the rules, oh man, we could just have a whole conversation around that. Um, but the rules of influence are very different than what we think that they are. Sometimes we approach them, I'll give you an example. And this is an example that I learned from one of my mentors, Teresa de Grobois. Um, so one, one example is, you know, we go to an event and we hear this amazing speaker and we stand up in the lineup of all the people that were with this amazing speaker and we say to them, I just love what you talked about. Could I just take you for coffee and pick your brain? Okay, first of all, that person is being said, that's being said to that person about a million times during that conversation. Second of all, they do not have time for you to pick their brain. I, I really... I can't even say that that sentence without like cringing a little bit. Um, but, but it's this idea of, of to do that, we don't understand influence. If we really understand, look at the difference. Here's the difference, Molly. We walk into the room and we go, wow, here's this amazing speaker. How can I, um, how can I help this person share their message today? Oh, they're, they're missing some water for the water table. I'll go get the water. Oh, wait, I see that there's one person that's really influential in the room, and I see another person that's really influential in the room. I should connect them. And you know what happens when you connect two influential people? You become an influential person. 
your influence grows. Like I, and we need to have a, we have a business plan. We have a marketing plan. We need an influence plan. And I literally have one. If you look at my spreadsheet, it's crazy. I've got how I know the person, how I connect them, what I love about them, how I can introduce them. Like they, I, this literally is a plan because I'm a systems girl sister and it's got to make sense. And it's got to be from one thing to the next. So that was a bit of a tangent, but I really I get fired up about that. And I believe that when we have more collaboration, go towards more win-win, everybody gets lit up. Yeah. I work a lot as a conflict coach. So I help people understand that conflict is not always something to run away from or something to hide from. And that the best innovations that we can come up with, both in business or in our personal lives, are when we take down those barriers and say, all right, this, it is what it is. This is the situation as it is. Now let's look for the, the ways that we can come together and the ways that we can create something better. Disharmony shows us that things aren't working as they are. So you have two choices. You either accept that it's not working and enjoy the fact it's not working, or you do something different um, and look for those opportunities to connect with different people and see things from a different perspective. Yeah. So one of the things that you are fantastic at that you've already been talking about is bringing people together and creating that community. What lessons have you learned from your active creating influence and creating community? Oh, I love that question so much. I think that there is a couple things that I've learned along this way is, is that when we, when we have a community, we're, we're all strengthened. And if you think about, um, and I love that you asked the last question as well and your comments on that, because I think that's what helps us create community. If we stop seeing ourselves as competition and we start seeing ourselves as collaboration opportunities, changes the game. Like we put on different glasses. So for community, I think people, everyone wants to belong. Everybody wants to belong in a community. And I think for people to desire to be in a community, there needs to be a couple things in place. One, they need to know they're, they're not alone. Two, they need to know you. Nobody's going to want to join a community if they don't know, like, and trust you. So I'm willing to be pretty vulnerable. Molly, if you look at any, you know, some of the things that I've done, I literally just did a Facebook ad in my bathtub. <laughs> Yes, I was in my bathtub. Now I was wearing a dress for those of you that are like, this conversation is going in a crazy direction. But I, you know, I, I did it because it was about mompreneurs and juggling everything. And so whatever, talk about being, how being, how could you be more vulnerable? And I think that there, there's a place where we need to understand that people are looking for authenticity, especially with what's happening in the world today. The world has been turned upside down. And so people are looking for authentic ways to connect. I think that's the other thing we need to understand that we need to truly connect. I think sometimes in business, there can be, the, be this idea of, of um, let's just network and you know, share what we do and back and forth. And I believe that that puts up walls. We need to genuinely connect first. That's why if we, anyone that's come to any of my conversations, I have, I, I, have done networking events before, which I'm so grateful you were part of one. And I'm doing these women's fire circles moving forward to support women in building community and in building connection. Cause I think that this is what it's all about. Um, but that, that we need to truly connect. And that means more than just give your 30 second elevator pitch. Like, ah, 
that means tell me, tell me about what's important to you. Tell me what you're passionate about. Like, let's, let's get curious with one another. And by the way, like, don't even get me started on, on people like listening to someone talk and we're thinking about what we're going to say next. Do you know how many, how many incredible experts, like world experts I've interviewed that they've said to me, Connie, no one's ever interviewed me like that. I say, like what? What do you mean? They said, when I am, when you are interviewing, you're totally present. You're genuinely caring about what I say. You're not waiting to, for how you're going to respond or the next question. They said, do you know how many interviews I've been on where that's the case? Now, I don't tell you that to brag. I tell you that because I think we need an to create a community that's going to change the world, which we need that right now. We need to change the rules. We need to, to raise our standards and to say, like, when somebody is talking to me, I'm going to focus in on that person. I'm going to get curious. I'm going to show love. I'm going to be there with that person. That's how we build community. And in, in, the, in the context of like an online Facebook group or a networking group or whatever, people need to know that they need to know, like, and trust us. And they do that through conversation. And it's so simple. Like I think about my Facebook group, you know, um, my fire within, by the way, if you're a woman, and you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to come hang out with us, like me and Molly, come hang out with us. I love meeting amazing people. I seriously, ridiculously love meeting amazing people um, over the top. It's, it's, but it's authentic. I genuinely mean it. So, um, you know, you can join that just in My Fire Within on Facebook. Check that out and come join us. But one of the things that, that makes a big difference is I noticed when I was trying to build my community and I started engaging in people's posts and saying, oh, my gosh, I love what you're saying. Oh, my goodness, I like it. And, and then I start commenting on it. My group exploded. At one, at one point I had, um, you know, and it's just starting. I literally just started this group not long ago, but it doubled in the space of about a month because I was doing things like that. And that's the last piece. Like make sure people, sorry, I get so excited about this. The last piece is make sure that people have a space and a role in that community. So recently I've opened it up and said, hey guys, I'm looking for leaders. I, I can't do this alone. Like let's, let's support each other together. Look for opportunities that you can connect other people. Another way I've done that is in the My Fire Within Facebook group, I say, okay, if you share this with your friends, I want to interview you. You know, when I started doing that, Molly, I had one person that just joined my group. I did, had no conversation with her, never talked to her before. She invited a hundred of her closest friends to join the group. Wow. Right? And it's because I, I had a reward. I had a, a way of edifying her. So to be thinking through these things, gamification is really important in, in encouraging any behavior um, for myself as well. Like I use it for myself as well, but to think about, and really gamification is really about how can I reward people? How can I make them feel special? That's one way that I did that. As I said, Hey, you invite your friends, whoever invites the most friends, let's do an interview. Let's tell about your story. So those are just some of the things that we can do to create community. Make sure there's engagement. Make sure we're coming from a right, a right intent, an intent of love and being present. Use gamification to, to encourage people to do what you, what the group, what's in the best benefit of the group, and have places for people for genuine conversation and connection.
Absolutely. And one of my favorite things that you do is you always ask people to share your community because when you want to grow your community, you want more like-minded people to be part of your part of your cheerleader squad. And you can the easiest way to do that is to say to the people who already love you and are influenced by you, say, hey, share this message with someone you think it will resonate with. Like connect this community to other people who you think will help grow this community and share this message. And in a way, your community ends up kind of flying the flags of all of the values that all of your members um, bring, bring forward. And that's so amazing. I love it. I love it. So I Thank have one so last big question for you. I'm ready. Put on your future thinking hat. What does the what does a better world look like and how do you see yourself being part of that? Oh my gosh, I get so excited about this. Um, a better world looks like everyone being lit up. I, okay, I, just, I, just, I don't show you this for this reason. I show you for this eye. See that, a fire in the eye? That, notice on my book cover, that it's no Connie Benjamin. There's a reason for that. I did that intentionally and actually it was pretty risky to, to put out a personal development book without my face on it. Um, but I did it because the book's not about me. It's about you. It's about the person that has that fire in their eye. So my vision of the future is everyone gets lit up. Everybody gets that, that, that calling of their heart. Do you know, Molly, do you know how many people I've talked to that have said, Connie, I've been wanting to write a book for 10 years and I just never got around to it. Connie, I wanted to start a podcast and I just never got around to it. And it just won't go away. It won't go away. It won't go away because that is the universe telling you that you have something to do in this life. You have to step towards it. Even when it doesn't make logical sense, even when you don't know how it's going to work out, you have to take actions towards it. So my vision of a future is where everyone steps towards that calling of their heart, that fire within. And in the process of doing it, they get lit up in their families. They're more connected with their families. They inspire their kids to get lit up. And that inspires generations to get lit up. And there's this idea of collaboration and community, and we're all in this together, and we don't need to pretend to be something we're not. And there's this authenticity. And everyone, and it's almost like, it's like if you, what happens when you go next to a flame it just ignites all the other, it just ignites. We ignite for good. We ignite the fire within so we can ignite the fire in the world. And I believe that that is, I believe that that is what's possible for us. And my personal mission is to make that happen. Oh, I love that you bring up the metaphor of passing flame on because it, it reminds us that when you pass that flame on, you're creating more sparks, you're creating more fire, you're creating more light, and in no way does that diminish your own flame. And that, like, oh, I love that. That's the perfect thing to finish off on. Thank you so much for joining us, Connie. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here at the summit. Thank you so much, Molly. You're amazing. See why I love her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me I didn't steer you wrong on that one, my friends. So if you want to see Connie's amazing presentation from the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit, you can get free tickets for the three-day event at leadershipmade.com. That's leadershipmade.com. 
www.ghostbusters.com for the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit. So that's it from me for this episode, my friends. I'm Coach Molly from Three Pines Leadership. This has been the Lifelong Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, my friends, remember, I love you and be excellent to each other. Thank you.